The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by Alumni Ventures. Invest with confidence. Discover the power of venture investing with Alumni Ventures, America's largest venture firm for individual investors. Learn more at av.vc. Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am DC Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engage and Wall Street alum, here with my co-host, Mita. Mita. Hey there, DC Marshall. I'm Mita Malik. I am a business leader, a DEI executive, and most importantly, a working mother. And she's being modest. She will not say top LinkedIn voice, a contributor, thought leader across the board in terms of major media. And that is why we have partnered. We are here today, Mita and I, and we started this Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman, and for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman. At our table, we unpack it all. We won't leave any juicy details out, but then we provide you with tips you need on not how to survive, but how to thrive in organizations. So Mita, what are we talking about today, my friend? We are talking about a topic that I discovered way too late in my career, and that is how to find a career sponsor. So who is sponsoring and who is advocating for your career other than you? So I have some good stories. As always, Dee has some great coaching and tips, and we are going to get into this topic because it's something we don't talk enough about and think enough about that it's not enough for us to be fighting for our careers, but who else is helping us fight for our careers? Yeah. And I think I think it's important that we are talking about this on this episode because there's also a lot of, you know, overlap in the labels, the language and the roles and the opportunities now from mentorship to sponsorship to partnership to allyship to ship. Okay. To ship. <laughs> S-H-I-P-P-P. Yeah. So I think that's why this is a great, a great show. And Misa, you always come up with great topics for us. So why don't you start? Because your stories are really like a launch pad for so much of what we talk about and how we together solution things. So please share. Absolutely. One of the most game-changing pieces of advice, other than from Dee Marshall, because she's given me lots of great advice, (laughs) Gail Tifford, who is the former chief brand officer of WW, formerly Weight Watchers, one of my two day, still to this day, fairy godmothers, when we were both at Unilever, she said something to me that rocked my world. Are you ready for this, Dee? Rocked my world. Come on, come with it. She said to me, Mita, Do you know who's fighting for you and your career when the doors are closed? And I was like, doors are closing and people are talking about me behind the closed doors? Like, I didn't know that was the thing because I was so naive in sort of thinking that I tied all of my fortunes to the boss, right? It's the boss, that manager, and that person's looking out for me. That's not how it works. And what if you don't have a good relationship with your manager? And what if your manager's not advocating for you? And so in many of these actually big talent reviews that happen, 
in corporate, it is actually my boss might not even be in the room. It's my boss's boss. Does my boss boss, my boss's boss know me? And so that is really sort of the notion and what I started talking about when I thought about queer sponsorship is like who is fighting for me and advocating for me and saying all the things I want them to be saying about me when I'm not in the room. It's as simple as that. But that blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. I think for many years or early career, we hear about mentorship. Yes. And so, and that's where it gets overlooked, this idea of sponsorship, like who's in the room and who's pounding the table. In fact, so we should go ahead and say, right, the the distinction here is sponsorship is a person who is in a decision-making authority or decision maker and or in a position of authority where they are in the room when there's the restructure that is happening, right? When there's promotions happening, when there's a, you know, downsizing, it's, it's that level. And so, um, so, so yeah, I, I love that, but I think it doesn't come up until you are a little more senior, right? That's why it was shocking to you. It is. And I will tell you this, I am over mentored and under sponsored. Wow. I will say that again. And that is for, I'm speaking for many women of color over mentored and under sponsored. I don't need another mentor. Many of us don't. And I say that with a lot of love and respect. D, you're a mentor of mine. I'm a mentor for you. That's why we started this podcast yep. and mentors come and go in your life. They're external, they're internal, they're in your church community, their family, their friends. The difference is, D, you cannot be my sponsor because you don't work in my organization. That's right. So a sponsor is somebody who's going to be, as, as you defined it, I'll give it a little more detail. For me, it's like they're two levels above you. They are going to use their political capital. They're going to put their skin in the game to get you access to a meeting with the CEO, to put your name on a slate for a job that you didn't even know was open. And to get you on a task force or a high visibility project, which we talked about um, when we talked about how to find visibility in your organization in our most recent podcast. But I will tell you that I think too many women of color are over-mentored and under-sponsored. What say you, Dee? Let me tell you something. I'm thinking about a story of a, a woman. She's in a pharma space, Black woman, took on big projects. An M&A, everybody say it with me, M&A, a merger and acquisition, which if you get attached to an M&A project in your firm, that's a big to-do to have any sort of role in it. So she she successfully was part of a team to manage an M&A, then went for the promotion, Mita, and guess what they wanted to do? First of all, they kept overlooking her, but then they wanted to offer her a what? The L word, the L word, L word, lateral. No lateral, people. Lateral, no. Just say no. no to lateral. Just say no to lateral. Hashtag everybody. Hashtag if you're following Mita on LinkedIn, if you're following me on Twitter or on um, IG, if it's still around, who knows? I mean, <laughs> um, it's hashtag say no to laterals. Okay. As a woman, a woman of color, we cannot afford to, you know why? Because our counterparts, that's just, it's, it's just, uh, okay, wait, bring, you got to bring me back Mita. But in any event, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I said, your mentor, this is to your point, Mita, your mentor is a chief procurement officer. She's in the C-suite. Go to her and tell her, remind her, 
of your work. She already knows what you're doing. And she, this is her opportunity uh, to step up and to show up and to be not just an executive sponsor, an ally. So I will say that's to your point. That woman was a mentor to her, Mita, but she was not a sponsor. But but in that situation, Mita, that role needed to convert. So for everybody, I mean, you tuning in, some mentorship opportunities or mentor roles, they need to, I'm going to say, graduate. Because if your mentor is a high level, it's no, you now need them to sponsor you. You don't need any more advice on on how to grow your career or or to develop. Uh, They have now supported you in that work. And so now you need them to be the voice at the table. I love that, T. I love the graduate piece. I never thought about that. Mentors (laughs) graduating to sponsors, mentors listening, time to step up and graduate to sponsoring individuals. Two things are coming up for me. One is that from the perspective of a woman of color listening, we cannot tie all of our fortunes to one boss. You cannot tie all of your fortunes to one leader, especially, and this will be another podcast discussion Dee and I have, if you're trying to navigate working for a terrible boss, we've all had them, a bad boss, that person is not going to advocate for you. So that is why you need to find other individuals in the organization who can see your work, who can understand the points you're putting on the board, and who can advocate for you to get that promotion and not just say just say no to lateral. Get to the other level, level up, as Dee would say. And then, Dee, go ahead, because I want to ask also for the allies listening. Yes, I love this. I love this. So you said something, and I want to I want to just chime in here. You said having a conversation with others who can validate, you know, your work or or really hold the space for you. Here's one of the ways that you can do that. It's those exploratory uh, conversations or exploratory interviews internally, because what an exploratory interview will do is it helps you to get insight on uh, what it takes to get to the next role or the next level or to get here uh, from where you are. And part of the framing of that conversation, what it sounds like is, you know, um, what do you see for somebody with my skill set? And so when you are having those kinds of conversations, you are also informing and educating others about your work. Do you see, I know it's a long way around, but do you see how you begin to increase your visibility, educate others, meaning teach people how and what to think about you? And then you are also building sort of your bench, if you will, who will advocate for you. So Mita, I want to ask you the question about how you found sponsors because you have an amazing career. You are high level in corporate. You've held several high level positions and you also are an influencer, right? So top LinkedIn voice, and then you contribute to the top brands from Harvard Business Review to Time and so much more. So whatever you are doing, my friend, it's working. So how did you find or how do you find your people? That's a great question. I will tell you when I was back at Unilever, one of the things I did to work on increasing my own visibility was I joined the Women's uh, Employee Resource Group. I think we have to sidebar D, have a whole podcast on employee resource groups and their role. 
I will tell you in this case, it was great for me because I became one of the co-chairs and I was kicking off company-wide events. That's how I got to know Gil Tifford, who at the time was the head of all of media. Huge job. Sat on the leadership team. And so she got to see my work in a different way. And it was through that because normally our work wasn't overlapping. So she became somebody who became an advocate and a career sponsor. And then she was then also advising me on other execs I had to meet. And so I would ask anyone listening, any, any of our women of color friends who are listening, think about how you can get visibility above and beyond what you're doing day to day. And I would also say, start to be strategic and map out your network. So what do I mean by that? If you were in marketing, and Dee was saying this earlier about exploratory meetings, if you were in marketing in a marketing role, you could easily meet with the director of finance to talk about the work you're currently doing and a campaign you're launching or to help you know, ask for advice on your P&L. People love to give advice. People love to talk. That's why we started this podcast, right? Dee and I love to share. And so also position yourself and find leaders in the organization that are two levels above you that would be interested in the work you're doing because it would also benefit them and their teams. So that is one of many ways you can find career sponsorship. And I think, do you've mentioned this on previous podcasts, try to get on task force. Task force is company-wide initiatives where they're looking for two people from your department. That is a great way to also get access to other leaders. Because remember, a career sponsor doesn't have to necessarily be the person who is sitting in that exact room when your career is being discussed during talent planning. It could be someone in another division that has an opening and they think of you. Yeah, I'm thinking about this also, Mita. One of the things that's also important is how we show up online that makes us attractive. I mean, certainly our skill set, our competency in the work that we do internally uh, should speak for itself, given the fact that we have a responsibility to, to keep our receipts front and center and, and to be very strategic in terms of our conversation and our sharing, but also offline here's one of the things that you do well that speaks to you being a high value proposition. You are a subject matter expert. You are really clear and solid on what you are about. On your social, you talk about a theme of things that have to do with equality, that have to do with people of color, and, you know, not just diversity in, in a traditional sense and, and in your role as a high-level leader, as a senior executive, but also about your heart. Whenever we go, whenever I see your social, you're always amplifying, highlighting, or tracking research. You're tracking um, some interesting you know, uh, business moves when it comes to people of color or marketing for people of color. And so I think that's also something to be said for, you know, finding the people or allowing them to find you and to see your value. Does this make sense, Mita? That's a great point. No, it is a great point because we're talking about career sponsors internally. I've talked to Dee about my journey to get on a board, a public board preferably. And so that's also a way to be building your expertise externally. And there will be a career sponsor out there who thinks about me for a board seat, right? Or someone who sees me. Uh, Dee, I have to ask you this question. We always talk about this from the ally view. For white men, white leaders who are listening in to the podcast, why should they sponsor? a woman of color? Why do they need to be thinking about that so intentionally? But I sponsor people. People can figure this out on their own. I, I, don't, I don't need to sponsor anybody. What does that even mean? 
So two things. I mean, one, because it's the right thing to do. Just knowing um, if you are a white male, you're in a position of, of, of majority, power, influence, majority. So from that perspective, knowing the seat that you hold and knowing there is a disparity, there's so much research about not just pay gaps, but just, you know, gaps and disparities in terms of women and our, uh, you know, access and, and networking. And there's just so much, right? So for an ally here, it would be number one, because it's the right thing to do, knowing and owning that there is a disconnect and a significant disparity in terms of opportunities, pay, compensation, and so on and so forth. So that would be one. The second is the win-win for the ally. And I love, you know, helping our clients, our corporate clients. I mean, just as, this is just a sidebar. So diverse and engage. We speak three languages, leadership development, workplace culture, and diversity. Our clients are Fortune 500 and largely Fortune 10 across tech, CPG, and financial services. And so we we wind up working with um, a lot in tech, white male majority, white cisgender male. And so what we really love, at least in the last few years, is really helping white male majority move from this uncomfortable place over here to comfortable so that they can do good in the world and do good in the workplace. So I just give you that as a sidebar. Let me come back to my number two and why this is important for allies, because it's going to make you a better leader. And so if you really want to compete and win as a leader, if you really uh, are, uh, again, have your eyes on a C-suite position, a CEO running your company, let me tell you what the new rules are and how you're going to win this game. It is coming closer, leaning in to people of color, women of color, and really allowing yourself to do good. Why? Because you will learn how to lead from a multicultural lens. I know it. T- I took you the long way around, everybody. I use all of my 20,000 words. Let's just say I use all of my 20,000 words a day is what on average women speak, men speak on average 7,000 words a day. I use all of my 20,000. But my point needs to, let me just tighten this up and I'm going to give this back to you. So number one, ally should sponsor. They should step up and show up because it's the right thing to do, given the disconnect and the seat that you hold. Number two, do it because the win for you is that you will become, you ally will become a better leader, a more competitive leader, given the fact that the largest domestic emerging market in these United States is 51% people of color. This is between uh, the ages of 18 and 39, right? So that's your that's your opportunity. And so that number, it's, it's only going to grow. And so, so you want to reduce the conflict, the tension, and the friction. And as a white cisgender male, you want to lean in and master this thing. You want to master advocating and holding up and amplifying and building your network of brown people. I mean, look, I don't know if we could say this about our super producer. Can we say this about how we told our super producer that this is a wonderful relationship and Rich, you needed brown girls. I mean, it's, of course, it sounds a little a little bit much, but we said that. And so and, and all we meant is, you know, we needed him. And then he needed us because there's value from both in us coming together. Absolutely. And I think, D, you're right. This is the new way of leadership. This is what it takes to be a leader during these times. And what we we often forget is really great leaders are all about building future leaders. 
And so career sponsorship, it is just so tightly aligned. You can't you can't separate that. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, and this is Everyday Better. Positivity is just a belief that there are good things even in the midst of a broken world. Post-traumatic growth is about actually growing stronger as a result of trauma. The universe only has one chance to see through your eyes. Give yourself that much respect and your life that much respect. Join me every week to explore the stories and ideas that show us how we can live even better every single day with people who are changing the world. Tune in to my weekly podcast, Everyday Better, wherever you like to listen. Hi, I'm Tober Korn, LinkedIn's Chief Product Officer. On my podcast, Building One, we dive deep into what it takes to build great products. Recently, we had Zach Perret, the CEO of Plaid, and he shared about his struggles building a financial app for consumers and how he was able to turn it all around with a critical pivot. Take a listen. I personally couldn't resonate as much with the consumer set that we were trying to reach. I just didn't have that level of empathy. When we made the shift to building a B2B product though, I was building the product that I wanted. My co-founder and I were creating the product that we wanted ourselves and we had so much empathy for what that product was. Such a great insight. You know, in that sense, we got lucky because we were, we were creating a thing for ourselves. And then the people that we were talking to also had the same problems we did. They were fintech developers. We'd been a fintech developer. Uh, we'd been trying to build a fintech product for a year. and so. We had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to... If you want to hear more of Zach Perret's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One. So Dee, we are getting close to the end of this episode's conversation at Brown Table Talk on how to find a career sponsor. And of course, we want to leave you with those five great key takeaways. So I'm going to turn it over to Dee to get us through one, two, and three. Yep. So I'd say number one, don't tie your fortune to your boss. I love that you said that, Mita. Don't tie your fortune to your boss. Um, Build relationships with others in the organizations at the next level. So build relationships with your boss's peers. Number two, get access to your boss's boss. Two levels above is ideal. Uh, You know, you want to really make sure that they know you and the work that you are doing. So you also need to always be mindful of your top three accomplishments or recent accomplishments. So if you are in conversation, you can share in brief. And then number three, understand who is evaluating your performance. Because often there is a matrix reporting, or I should say evaluating, even if there isn't a matrix reporting. Let me say that again. There is a matrix evaluation process. In other words, your boss may be looking to others unofficially for feedback on how you are performing. Even if there is no 360 review, even if there is no formal line. So those would be my top three. And you know what? I'm going to add this and just say, Mita, don't ask someone to be your sponsor directly. Use this language. Don't. Here's the language. I feel well supported. I have a mentor but my need is a sponsor. So who do you know who, or who do you know who would be ideal um, or right fit for me? That's the conversation, even to the person you want to be your sponsor. Or a looser conversation is what you're feeling about sponsorship and how that might add value to my career. So does that make sense, Mita? 
It makes great sense. Awesome. There you go. Take it away for four and five. Four, number four, just building on what Dee said, build strategically relationships with leaders throughout your organization. Think about how you can get visibility to different leaders who will have an opportunity to have a say in your career and advocate for it. I use the example of getting involved in an employee resource group at a high level. You can also go back to Dee's advice on getting on a very high visible task force for your company and getting access to other leaders. And number five, D, I'm just going to drop the mic. I am over-mentored and under-sponsored. Please get a sponsor. Get a sponsor. So that's it for us at today's episode of Brown Table Talk. We loved having you. We loved the conversation. Thanks for taking the time to join us. And if you enjoyed the conversation, please give us a like, give us a share, leave a comment, and we will see you next time. 